Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 126 and we're continuing our series of looking through every Premier League club and rebuilding the side for 23-24. Today's episode will be around Brighton and we'll be looking at their last season where they defied expectations and got European football and then looking obviously at how they transitioned from Grand Potter to Deserby and now how Deserby can take the side into European football. Should we start with last season? Yes. Because it was a very good campaign for Brighton. They dealt expertly with a managerial change halfway through the campaign to push on from a good start with Potter, who laid the foundations, into Deserby, who carried them into Europe. So, should we start with that early Potter start of the I season? Mean, they played yeah, really well. They were brilliant. They played some absolutely brilliant foot this season. And it was that, for me, the main loss was Graham Potter leaving. But what I love about what Brighton did is they going into the season, they knew that was a potential risk. They knew that Potter yeah. might get snapped up. So what did they do? Before he got sacked, they went and found a manager very, very similar to Potter and had him you know, waiting in the wings if Potter got if Potter left. Yeah. Potter did leave, Deserby came in, they nailed it. I know, it, it's crazy because they lost Potter for 20 million. Like They got 20 mil for Potter and replaced him with a better guy. Yeah, absolutely insane from Brighton. It's just a testament to their recruitment. In fact, their, their recruitment in general as a whole is is so impressive. Obviously, we look at how they've recovered so well from losing Mark Cucurella, who should have been a big miss. Yeah, he should have been a big miss this season joining Chelsea. They just went and got Purvis Astupa now for a fifth of the price, who's been arguably the best left back in the league this season. That's probably a bit of a shout, but he's definitely up well, there. Yeah. Definitely up there. So. I think for me, Brighton, we, in these reports we tend to look at how clubs should improve their recruitment. What, who are we to tell Brighton how to do it? They know what they're doing. They've got an endless factory of South American children who will just be pumped into the first team when someone else leaves. It's just, it's impressive. Very Saying impressive. That, though, this will be a step up this year. Yeah. And they will be seeing to see how they've dealt with it. Obviously, they've qualified for European football, Europa League next year. That's yeah. Excuse me. That's no easy task at all. So they've got to be prepared. Yeah, and I think for me, Deserbi obviously has a little bit of experience in the Champions League. He was competing in that with Shakhtar at the start of this season, so he knows what he's doing in competitions. Competitions like that, he's not going to be inexperienced on that stage. But it is a bit different now because he's got to be competing for it. Shakhtar yeah. were never expected to do well in Europe. Brighton, while they're not expected to go and win the Champions League or something, they'll be expecting a good account of themselves in their first ever European campaign. Do you think they've got a realistic shot of the Europa I mean, League? The Europa League's winnable. It definitely is winnable. I think for a team who's going to be fighting on four fronts next year, and I think they've got the quality to win a trophy, they need to make sure they nail the recruitment mm. and nail this window so they are firing in all cylinders come the start of the 2023 season. Yeah, 23-24 season. Should we look then at the, uh, the squad? We'll start with the contracts expiring as we always do because they have got six players who will be out of contract either this summer or next summer. The two out of, out of contract this summer are Jan Paul Van Hecker and Joel Veltman. We'll start with Paul Van Hecker because he's the more less interesting of the two. Young centre-half, young Dutch centre-half. Is just going to leave on a free. Doesn't contribute much though to Brighton first team. Isn't really good enough to get in. Very, very decent player though. He is good. Not he is good. Player. He's got a good potential, but you know, if he doesn't have a place in the squad, then it makes sense just to let him go. Brighton yeah. have certainly got enough players, and if not, they'll go find one. Yeah, and then Joel Veltman was obviously their starting right back Big this man. season. Now, he hasn't signed a new deal as of yet, but Deserby wants him to stay, wants him to renew his contract. There hasn't been any progression there. 
However, they have still got till the 1st of July to sort out a new deal to extend his contract. So I think they will. I think they'll probably end up coming to an agreement. I don't really know where Joel Veltman would go otherwise. But why would he want to go back to Ajax rather than and a team that's really struggling right now rather than stay at Brighton yeah, right. and Europe. Depends what he wants to do. He might not want to just go to his home country and retire. He might yeah. want to keep pushing on for Brighton. Depends how he feels. If he doesn't sign a new deal, again, Brighton will go find another... You know, go that's got to be an area that needs yeah. improvements, hasn't it? But yeah, on to 2024. Then they've got four players out of contract. None all that important. Taylor Richards. I didn't even know who he was until I started looking at mm. it. But he's a young, young one of the younger players. I don't really know if he'll be... No. I guess I, I genuinely even when I saw his name I didn't uh, look to find out who he was Adam Lalana obviously has been very decent I don't think they'll bother extending his contract from 2024 he's fine he's okay <laughs> but he's not yeah. going to be a key player for Brighton Aaron Connolly is a terrible player now he's not yeah. terrible that's harsh but yeah. he's not he good be. enough yeah. really struggled on loan in the championship first half of the season then went on loan to Venezia I believe Think about championship anyway. I know he went to Venezia. Yeah. Had didn't do a lot there either, as to my knowledge. But yeah, he just I don't think he's got a future at Brighton either way. I nah. could see him making a step down to the championship. They might sell him this summer, which would be the most advisable option. Probably they may let him leave for free. It's not that big a deal. So. Danny Welbeck then is the other one leaving next summer. Is this? Would you let him go, or would you stick yeah, keep him around for a bit? He, I I don't. I like Danny Welbeck, but he just uh, he hasn't cut it. Has he not? He's been all right. I think he's done fine. In but that I think there's role. better strikers out there, and you've got Edwin Ferguson, you've got Dennis Undav, mm. two very young strikers that look quite good. Ferguson's only 18, though. Yeah, and, but look how good he's been this season at 18. Yeah. Wait until he's 19. And then, you know, but if you can bring in another striker, I think you're fine to let Welbeck go. Yeah, and I think there are a few options out there. Obviously, they have signed a striker who we'll get on to when we get to those transfer section. They've already made two deals, haven't they? They have already made three signings. Oh, yeah. So, Brighton have already done our job for us. So, yeah. we don't really need to help them. So, they're already on top of it. I don't think Welbeck will stick around. I don't think Connolly's going to stick around. No. The only way I see Welbeck sticking around is if they sell Ferguson next summer. And or, if honest, they, or if it looks like Ferguson may look. Adam Lallana is just not great at football. I like Adam Lallana. I, mean, I think he's a very capable footballer. It just didn't. It, it hasn't worked out. And not, not really now. His career could have been so much better. And yeah. it's a shame it didn't pan out in the way that many thought it would. When he was at Liverpool, he was actually quite good. Yeah. Yeah, should we then start with our squad keeper sale? As we always do, we'll move on to our squad keeper sale, I should say. I think the biggest con. Well, the big biggest debate here is going to be in that goalkeeper position we've got a few options to discuss here we usually run through player by player but I think it's important with this one to look at both players at the same time they are of course Robert Sanchez and Jason Steele what do you do in a situation where you've got two goalkeepers who both want to start presumably one's got to go and how do you decide that I think I mean for me I don't really know I can't say you know, I don't have I think they're both capable very capable goalkeepers from Deserve's point of view, it looks like he favours Steele. And if that's the case, then I think you have to let Robert Sanchez go because Robert Sanchez yeah. is good enough to start in a Premier League team, not to sit on the bench for one. Jason Steele isn't obviously like the, a world beater. He's not the world's best goalkeeper. I'm sure if Deserve could bring in another goalkeeper who's better than both, he probably would. 
Yeah, I find it a bit of, it's a bit of a weird situation, isn't it? Because Robert Sanchez is the 25-year-old young Spanish goalkeeper, potential future of the Spanish national yeah. side. Going to be in close competition with the Unai Simon. A good goalkeeper. Not great for playing out the back, though. No. So, But it's weird because he is the good young goalkeeper. Surely he plays. However, he much prefers the 32-year-old Jason Steele, who is good from playing out from the back. 32 is not too bad for a goalkeeper, no. though. Of course, he could still have another few years in him. But I'm at 25. That's I, a real dilemma for Dezerbi. I could see them going out and selling Sanchez, bringing in someone like Georgi Marmadashvili or Marco Karnasecki. Get a can young play as a understudy to steal, and when steal gets old, they can then Someone play that can play it. that Dezerbi system, play out from the back. Someone that can, yeah, can football. They do have Tom McGill, oh, the 23-year-old Canadian. Sure, he sounds sound. Yeah, sounds sound. They will obviously have to replace Sanchez if he leaves. They'll need a backup. For me, it makes the most sense to get rid of Sanchez if Deserby's yeah. more happy with Steel in this system. They've, they'll obviously have to find a replacement. As for who that is, it's got to be you know, either an older goalkeeper who's good with playing out from the back or a young goalkeeper like some of the ones we mentioned, Mohamed Ashvili, Karnaseki, someone yeah. like that. In terms of a fir- could they go for a first choice? I think definitely. I don't, I don't really see it happening. Yeah, so that's I, not the bright way to recruit, is it? Go and sign mm-hmm. a first choice goalkeeper. They'd rather <laughs> sign some like child never heard of who suddenly becomes the best goalkeeper. Trying to use the goalkeeper all South American <laughs> I could see someone like Yasin Bunu or Dominic Lavakovic. I mean, Lavakovic probably better playing from his feet than Bunu is, but both could fit the system relatively well. Yeah, both played in Europe. Yeah, and obviously both. Experience on the World Cup stage from the last yeah. World Cup, so both would be good fits. I just I think I'll probably stick with Steelers number one. I don't think there's many, much cause for concern. He doesn't have many errors leading to goals. It's just like game against Everton, which raised a few fears. I know yeah. he had a particularly bad game. It's hard to, as a goalkeeper to have a good game when you lose five one, but he was at fault for at least one of the but goals he committed in a weird area. He's had some absolute blinders this season. He has, and he's made some really important saves and important moments in important matches for Especially Brighton. So, yeah, he was excellent for me towards the end of the term. I think he'll probably start next season. I think Sanchez will leave. Yeah. McGill then, I think, will also stay. Sounds keep great. him. Yeah. On to defenders then. Tariq Lamptey. Baller. This is a bit of a weird one. But I, I think, especially with Veltman contract running out at the end of the season, I think, you keep him. I think he's an incredible talent. I really rate him at Chelsea, and I wish we kept him around to a certain degree. I think we he's not one of the bigger losses we had. I think t- losing Tino Livramento is a far bigger problem. Yeah. But he's a really good attacking right back. He offers Brighton a, a dynamic which Veltman doesn't, and that's a good presence going forward. Not that Veltman can't go forward, of course, but Vel- I think Lamptey is better flying forward and can recover be- more effectively. Yeah. I think he's a really good player. My biggest concern with Tarek Lamptey is his injury record. He only played 20 matches this season. He has struggled a lot with injuries. He has. And I would be concerned with that. But I think as a backup right back, that's fine. Yeah, he should really be starting, though, soon. He should be getting into... He's only 22 years old, so I don't think it's a major cause for concern, especially if you can sign Joel Veltman to a new contract. Yeah. So I don't think right back's a position they'll really be looking at, unless, of course, Veltman doesn't re- renew his contract. I think Tyrone Lamps is a keeper, though. Yeah, definitely. Really good player. I would, though, have my concerns about his injury record. So if that keeps up, maybe you look to move him on. This summer, though, certainly keep around. Adam Webster. 
This is an easy one, I think, for me. He was brilliant. Yeah. He was absolutely may, brilliant. May he play rotation next season? Maybe. they bring in, but he was quality. Yeah, obviously he did. He played quite a lot of minutes. He was rotated a bit when they signed Levi Colwell on loan. And obviously Colwell suffered some injuries as well this season, but they did rotate frequently between a dunk and Colwell partnership, a dunk and Webster partnership. Yeah. So you'd imagine we'll see more of the same. I don't think they'll get Levi Colwell again a little. I know obviously most people are expecting Bright well Brighton were pushing for him, they bidded thirty, they bidded forty. Yeah. I just don't really see them getting a deal over the line. I don't think Chelsea would accept anything lower than that seventy no. million marks. So for me a deal just doesn't seem feasible. I don't think Chelsea are gonna let him leave. So no. keeping Webster's pivotal because they do only have three centre halves. Yeah. And they can't lose they'll only have two then. Yeah, what yeah. if they don't re-sign Cole? So definitely need to keep Webster, and then they'll look to sign some more centre-halves. So a keep for Adam Webster. Lewis Dunk is a no-brainer yeah. as well. He's a keep. Levi Cole, well, of course, if you can keep him, if you can go and sign him from Chelsea, doubt, yeah. go and do it. I doubt yeah. it'll happen, though. I don't. I really, I just cannot see it happening. I don't think Brighton are going to splash that much money on someone. It's because Chelsea are going to want a lot. Yeah. They really do rate Levi Cole. I think Pochettino's a big fan of him. So I don't really see that happening. Hayden Roberts, been out on loan at Derby this season. How old is he? I don't know, it doesn't say. I'll have a look on Footmob. But I don't know, let's have a look at the seasons he's had before making a judgment. But given he's been out on loan at Derby, he's not even one of the first Roberts that comes up either. Uh, Taylor Roberts. I thought it was Hayden. Oh, it was Hayden, that's probably why I couldn't find him. Mm. Not looking for a different player, but yeah, no. <laughs> Can't say I know too much about him. Um, there we go. Right, he's been out on loan at Derby this season. Not gone too badly. Quite a lot of appearances. 37 appearances, 28 starts. At 46 in all competitions for Derby. Hadn't really played much from Brighton before that. Has had a loan move I mean, from Rochdale and then to Derby. If Derby want him back, then I'll just let him have him back. Yeah, he's a f- he's okay. Only 21... Maybe yeah, a 21 year old that's playing in the champ in League One yeah. probably isn't ever going to make the Premier Maybe League. If the championship side wants him just to test him, you never know. Yeah, I can't really comment. I haven't seen him play this no, season. Jan Paul Van Hecker, it looks like he'll be moving on. I think he's a okay centre half, but doesn't really isn't really what Brighton yeah, need right no, now. He's no. fine, but nothing special. So I'm, I don't think they'll be too worried about letting him leave. For me, that is. Well, he's leaving on a free, so it's not really a sell. It's yeah. just a let him leave. Purpose of stupid man. Baller. What a player this year has been this season. Yeah. He's in quality. He has, he has been really good. Quality. He has been really, really good. I think he's really adapted to the Premier League quite well. He's yeah. a quick, a good attacking fullback. It wouldn't surprise me if they get a couple offers this summer, but I think if Brighton, mm. if Brighton demands their usual high prices, they should be able to ward off any interest. And I don't think he'll be too desperate to leave. I think we'd be quite happy with this kind of situation. My biggest concern that left-back role is they don't have a backup. So maybe look at backups, maybe look yeah. at someone like a Borna Sosa. You can go and yeah. pick up a relatively cheap to play that backup role. Someone like that could definitely work. But yeah, I think they definitely need a left back, a backup left back. Purpose man though, 100% keep, 100% start. And then Joel Veltman, we've already mentioned, would keep him around if you can. I think he's a key figure. Is of course the the oldest figure really in the yeah. dressing room. I can't think of any players you older can't than him. Keep him. That's a big miss, and you have it to is. replace him well. It is, and you'll have to go and get a decent, decent right back, as you say. Yeah. 
Though, of course, you could promote Derek Lamptey to a starting role or play gross there as they have this season. Yeah, but maybe. I do think Brighton are light on numbers at the back. They've only that's only, so. If we take up the loanee of Levi Colwell and we consider Jan Paul Van Hecker has gone and Hayden Roberts is being sold, that leaves them with Lamptey, Webster, Dunk, Estupinian, Veltman. If he stays, if he stays, they could be as low as four defenders. They could be as low as five defenders. They are going to need to look to sign another, yeah. so a couple of other defenders. On to midfielders then, and the first of which is Sonny March, a player who had a really, really impressive season, 22-23. Unfortunately, I don't think he scored in March, but hey. he should have. I expect him to be a bit more bit part next year, but I still think he'll play a big role. Yeah, so they'll te- I reckon they'll tend to rote Fukundo Buonanotte and Julio Enciso into the side, but March will play the Prem minutes, I would expect. Who tends to play on that right-hand side, I believe. He does, doesn't he? I can't, yeah, right. can't remember the Brighton side too well from this season. They've rotated it so often, but obviously me tomorrow on the left, March on the right. That's tend to how, tend, tend to how they start. I don't think they'll sign a better player. It's just whether Fukunda no. Bonanote or Julio Enciso comes into the yeah. side and starts to demand more and more minutes because of their performances. But for me, March is a starter and a definite key. Yeah. Unless you get a bit of 60, 70 mil, in which case that's impossible to turn <laughs> down for Solly March. Pascal Gross, such a key figure. Yeah. Such a key fi- figure for Brighton. Like He's been there almost, well, eight years, I want to say now, something like that. A really good player for them in that time. He, How old is he now? He's starting to age a little bit, 32 years old. Still got it, though. But a key figure in that dressing room for me, a definite must-keeper. And again, our player had a brilliant season. Yeah, everyone really for Brighton. Everyone for Brighton really had a decent season, didn't yeah. they? Adam Lalana. Let him go. Yeah, keep him for now. Let him leave it at the end of his contract next season. Jakob Murder. I haven't seen too much of this man this year. I don't year. think he's been involved, has he? I've not yeah. seen him. I feel like games. he's probably a a sale. Twelve. I imagine. I clicked on the wrong one. Wow. He didn't play in twenty two, twenty three. I don't know where he has oh, yeah. been out on loan. I'm guessing. Should we find out where? Then, yes. I can't imagine he's. Just sat on the bench. Jakob Murder has been out on loan. Oh no, he hasn't been out on loan. He's just not played. He's mm. just not played any minutes. So probably a sell. Yeah, so he hasn't I played. don't know where he goes, but he's not played no, no. at all this season. He's not been out on loan. There'll be someone, maybe a championship club, looking to sign him. So for me, Murder is an easy decision. Just sell him. Yeah. Doesn't hasn't played at all this season. Isn't good enough for Brighton. An easy easy five mil maybe from a championship yeah. club. Not not too difficult to shift, I wouldn't say. Corraro Mitamar. Baller. Absolutely. Love this guy so baller. much. He's quality, isn't he? He was absolutely brilliant. The way he plays football is so exciting. That goes to his Liverpool. I was just mm. brilliant. It was absolutely absolutely brilliant. beautiful to watch. I think he there will start to be interest developing in him because of the talents he possesses. Yeah. I think you can probably ward that off for another season, though. There's other talents at Brighton that are being more... Have more speculations around them. I think Mita more mm. likely stay. There's not been any too much concrete interest as of yet. No. So, if you get a bid that's unreasonably high, then you've probably got to let him leave. And I don't think Brighton will fail to it. No. Replace him. They'll definitely go and find someone. But for me, Mita must stay. It must yeah. keep if you can because he's such a good player. I hope they can keep him around, but I do yeah. think they may face a couple feel, couple offers. The thing for Brighton is that they might get away with is actually. There's not too many teams that are an upgrade. 
you know, Brighton European football look like they're playing very, very nice yeah. stuff at the moment. And the teams that are upgrade maybe don't see him as an yeah. ideal candidate. But I don't see me to go into City or Real Madrid. I could see him going to City, but not this summer. Yeah, this summer. It, this, yeah, I think for me, me tomorrow is probably going to stick around for another season yeah. at least. Up next, it's Moise Case Sade, and I think the story is very different with this lad. I don't think I have a choice. Very heavily linked with Chelsea right now, a fee around that £80 million mark. I think it's been announced as close to a here we go. So I, I think that will likely get done in the coming days, maybe even be com- uh, announced or here we go at least. By the yeah. time this episode goes out, we are recording a little bit in advance. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is immediately outdated, like our Bournemouth episode was. Uh-huh. For anyone that watched that, and we spent the whole time talking about <laughs> Gary O'Neill, and then they went and sacked him. But for me, a magical player, it's impossible to keep around, isn't it? Yeah, but if I do sell him, I'd expect to see. I wouldn't be too annoyed. Oh, by yeah, the they fans. should be look repaid at, handsomely, say, shouldn't they? But look at the way they replaced Trossard. Oh yeah, yeah. brilliantly, and they'll probably do exactly the same. That's the thing. Well, I mentioned obviously Kukurea when talking about how they develop, how they. Changed. They were able to react to losing a player. They lost Trossard halfway through the season. I didn't even notice. They mm-hmm. just found yeah. Mitima sitting in the reserves and went, "No, go on, lads, you got a chance." And he tore the it tore the world alight, alight apart. I don't know what I'm saying. Apart and alight at the same yeah. time. But yeah, such a good player. Uh, Moise Caicedo, perfect for Chelsea. I think is that box to box player alongside. Yeah. Enzo is either the eights or the sixes. So for me, a perfect fit for the club he's going to. He's been an excellent servant for Brighton. One yeah. been there for what, two seasons. A really good player. And Brighton are going to take a handsome profit. Two million pounds they bought him for, I believe, and eighty million is the rumored fee they'll sell him on for. So a great bit of business from them. Another really great really bit of business from them. Billy Gilmore, I think it could be involved even more this season. Didn't really get many minutes. Yeah. Under either Potter or Deserby. Deserby started to play him though towards the end of the season. For me, I think he'll probably get even more minutes with Kayser out uh, the side. He's also one of those players that will benefit from the fact that they Brian are now fighting in four competitions. Yeah, I think he'll get even more minutes. I think with more minutes, Billy Gilmore can show yeah. his talent to the world. A really, really talented player. I rate him really highly from his Chelsea days. I think Brighton are very lucky to have him. I think he's yeah. so incredible and very underrated, I would say. A really, really good talent, underrated by the masses. Yeah. Hopefully, with Kisser outside, he can get those minutes that will be needed to be filled up without his presence. Yeah. For Gundogan Buonanotte, then, up next. What? I mean, again, is, no is it even a debate? Talent. Is it even a debate? No. Easy keeps every time for us. We've sold one bloke. Yeah. And that's a bloke that's already Yaka out the murder. door anyway. Oh, and Yaka murder as well. That's too late. There's no one to sell their squad so good. Yeah. <laughs> They're only going to sell if clubs want to come and get their players. It's not like other clubs where we're sat there and looking at Arsenal squad. Mm. Like, how is that bloke still employed there? It's not like we're gonna, the Chelsea episode that will be coming out next week where we're just going to be saying sell for an hour. Well, that's right. They're already, already gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, potentially. But for Brighton, well, they've, they've already done their business getting rid of the rebuild part of the video, yeah. and their squad's too good to to sell, so it's all a keep. For Gundo Willanotte, an obvious one, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very talented player, good with the ball at his feet. His movement's really good as well. Versatile can play a number of positions, an easy keeper, really talented player. Yeah. I hope he just continues to develop in the way he is. Cameron Poupion was he played a couple of minutes towards the end of last season. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce his name anyway, Poupion. Uh, got an appearance in the league. He will probably be involved more next season. Probably going to be ridiculously good at football for some yeah. reason. Who's uh, the so other one? Look forward uh, to seeing him. Andrew Moran. Yeah, Andrew Moran. Yeah. He's very good as well. 
19-year-old Irishman. Has he played any Premier League minutes before? Yeah, he also got one appearance. So they will probably look to give those two more minutes, maybe yeah. give you a bit more of a starting Against role. the random teams they will probably play. In They'll the hope league. they get a nice Europa League draw. Yeah. They could get shit shafted because there are some good sides in that in that draw. But yeah, he'll, he could definitely be a good player. Yeah. Up next, it is Danny Welbeck, who we've already mentioned in this video. We'll probably just let him leave at the end of his yeah. contract. Yeah, he's selling his summer for a bit of money, then maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Jeremy Sarmiento. No, the South American wonder kid. Absolute baller. But I think there's definitely some questions around Sarmiento. For me, I don't think it's the biggest travesty if he, if he leaves. No, he but... He played, he played 19 times in his whole career for Brighton. Bright, even Nine appearances a season, one start for them. Even if Brighton youngsters struggle, they'll find a way to thrive. I don't know. I think Sarmiento could be a potential sell-on. I, th- I don't. I've not but been convinced. Again, he's like, by him. He would. I think he'd like shine on the Europe League nights. Yeah, maybe maybe they keep him around then. See what he can do yeah. on those sort of occasions. But for me, it's a dubious keep. All right, yeah. I think he's a player you could sell. Yeah. Julio Inciso. Oh, yes, that's a very different story. What yeah. Player. What another player. one? A ridiculously good talent. He's finishing so good. He's again able to play a range of positions. Can play nineteen as years the old. as the striker. Can play in behind him. Can play on the right. The Paraguayan is nineteen indeed. He's adapted so quickly, hasn't he? He's had a decent little Wait, season. Um, what is going to happen when all these Brighton players become like twenty four, twenty five? Going to win everything. Absolutely mental. Probably all be playing for other clubs, and they'll be different. Oh, yeah. Eighteen year olds say for Brighton. But uh, 20 appearances this season in the league, four goals and an assist to go, two assists actually to go along with that. A really talented player. I think he's ex- really exciting yeah. to watch yeah. and I hope he can continue to get more minutes and continue his high level of Definitely. performance. Dennis Undav then. I'm a little bit more dubious with this one. I think he's clearly a very good player and he was good for uh, Union Saint-Gilois last season, but... This year he was a bit shaky. He missed a lot of easy yeah. chances, especially what in that, Carab- that FA one. Cup sorry, semi-final. Yeah, but towards the end of the season, obviously he bagged a hat-trick in their 6-1 demolition of... Oh, sorry, Brad Brace in the 6-1 demolition of Wolves. I think he's a decent he little forward. a good player to keep around. Rotation striker, he's decent enough. Yeah, he probably does just about play rotation to everyone's favourite Irish striker. It's Evan Ferguson. Wow. He's really best on the scene in some style. Wow. An 18-year-old uh, whose debut Premier League campaign saw him score six goals, grab two assists in only 19 appearances. Wow, he's just really talented. It, it feels like we could just rep- we could just do insert name here, read off the same thing. Oh, he's really talented. He plays yeah. versatile. He's like a child. Lovely days, and then just insert the yeah. names in and just repeat the clips because they're all the same. They're all really talented players, and they all really suit the Robert Deserby system. So for me, it's an easy keep. Again, it's yeah. an easy keep. Everyone's a keep. Should we look at where they should though make some improvements? Because there are some areas. I think in defence, some fullback cover would be good. Yeah, I haven't got many specific examples, but you can think they're sort of the sort of profiles. They're born as sources. For me, they'll probably just go and sign some random child that we've never heard of. Yeah, the guy I mentioned on the Bournemouth episode could even be a decent shout. Neto Borges could be a decent shout. Yeah, that they'll probably just sign someone I've not. I've, no one's ever heard of that for some reason is really good at football. Yeah, and to play those roles. I have got some suggestions at starting at centre half though. A couple, just a couple players I think. Could make could be decent signings for Wolves. For Brighton, don't know why. Wolves, there's such a different episode. But 
Yeah, I've gone for Wackie Anderson at Ooh. Crystal Palace, a potential option. Yeah. I think he's a really good centre-half. I think, for me, he's the one that won't be targeted by the other clubs. I think Gerhi yeah. is, because he's younger, because he's better on the ball than Anderson, he drags more attention, draws more attention to himself from those other clubs. He obviously has that Cobham experience as well. And he has a cut. Yeah, he's got a couple I mean, of years on Wacky Manson. For me, though, Anderson, a cap- as a, as capable of a player, if not more capable than Mark Gerhi, good with the ball at his feet. He's aerially dominant, which is something that maybe Brighton could lack next season. Though yeah. Webster and Dunk actually on reflection are really good, so they'll probably be absolutely fine. But I mean, I think he he's would, a great player. He'd be absolutely hated in Crystal Palace. He would. Signing from rivals is never easy. It's happened before and it's worked before. But it's not impossible. So I did, I did that's some more unrealistic option. Maybe Bright fans will be putting very angry messages in the comments. But Don't you know, interactions, interactions Eagle. at the end of the day, yeah. isn't it? Uh, but we have got a more sensible option of Facundo Medina. Had a really good season with Lens this year. Very capable playing that left centre half role. I think what he does is he perfectly replaces Levi Cole. A very similar profile, very similar build, mm-hmm. very good with the ball at his feet, very a very capable centre half basically. And I think you yeah. I think you deal with that step up well. There's no real downsides. He can cover left back as well. He could even play on the left of a free if you're looking to do that potentially next mm-hmm. season. So definitely options there. I think he's just a really good player. And it helps he's South American. He is. He is <laughs> it's the benefit, yeah. isn't it? They just love just signing South Americans. I was going to say he's Ecuadorian, but I would just want to double check that before yeah. before I state that. But I believe he is. So he does obviously have experience playing with the others. He's Argentinian. So close. Good job. I didn't say he's Ecuadorian. But he is South American. He would be able to fit in with the vibe they've got going well, on there. There's and, like no language barriers there because at least like three or four of them can all speak the same language. Yeah, well, yeah, then. Shouldn't be too yeah. difficult. But yeah, 32 appearances in the league on this season, 7.35 average foot mob rating. He has a 65% tackle success rate, a decent set and a half, I would say. Good block, good blocking numbers, great clearance and uh, interception mm. numbers as well. So for me, it just the fact you could probably get him around that £18 million mark, for, I think a more than capable player very similar FB ref profile as well to Levi Colwell so for me it makes the most he's the most men, it makes the most sense as yeah. an option uh, another position with a new target I would say is midfield reinforcements you're going to be losing McAllister of course who's already left that's a big hole Yeah. presumably to be filled by Facundo Buonanotte as that second midfielder probably. but you are going to need someone because obviously McAllister started to play as one of the sixes didn't he Mm. So you're going to need players to fill that roles. Again, Brighton have already done it for us. And potentially Casado goes as well. Yeah. But Brighton have already done it. They've got two free transfers. James Milner from Liverpool and Mahmoud Dahoud from uh, from Borussia Dortmund. Who do you want to start with? Milner or everyone's favourite name in football? Milner. Yeah. What, what I, is this I such like it. Why is it a really good transfer? I think that experience, not only in the Premier League, but in European football is massive. I think for Europe it would be even more yeah. vital than the Premier League. Yeah. I, th- I think... Maybe he's more of a signing for his backroom kind of figure. I mean, we saw how towards the end of his Liverpool yeah. days, he was you know much more a dressing room man than on the pitch. But he can well, he put a shift in. He he's a runner. A he don't stop running. He says a lot, but at 37, I believe he is yeah. now, he was playing really regularly for like Jurgen Klopp's whether, side. Whether he'll play midfield or whether he'll play right back or whether oh, yeah. he'll put him left mid. 
He, co- he can cover left back, he can cover right back, yeah. he can cover central midfield. He, he is everywhere. very versatile, a great rotation option. Mudahoud then, a good player. For me, this one was weird, because I don't it rate him strange. all that highly. But it, I think he's a fine player. I wonder if it's, again, that whole European thing. I see lots of experience to who playing in the Champions League. Step down in the Europa League, he should waltz it. I mean, Brighton rarely miss with transfers, so I'm not going to question their strategy mm. here. But I do just think maybe this could be a miss. But on a free, there is no out, risk yeah. there. If, even if he flops, they could sell him on. But when you've got eight million pounds to spend from Casado and fifty million from McAllister, yeah. then they need to be scraping the bargain bin. No. They could probably go and sign Pedri. So, I mean, they probably, probably doesn't wow. want to go What's to Brighton. Probably doesn't want to go to Brighton, but you could, in theory, with the money. Brighton, Barcelona, places you got way up. <laughs> yeah, both. Quite like a lovely pier. Both lovely, to be fair. Yeah. How many piers are there in Barcelona? Exactly. None. Equally, Brighton's got seagulls. Yeah, every place has sea- some seagulls though. Yeah, true. And they're, they're no different in other countries. They don't speak Spanish in Barcelona. I'm calling. Squeaking Spanish, but yeah. On to the forwards then, because I do think maybe another forward is necessary. They mm. have, of course, lost Trossard. They may lose Danny Welbeck on a free at the end of the season. For me, Ferguson isn't really ready to start every game. Yeah. And when you've got... So you've got Undav, you've got Ferguson, Welbeck will probably be faced out this year. For me, one more striker is necessary. And Brighton clearly feel the same because they've gone to sign João Pedro for £35 Their record transfer, joining from Watford, of course. A good pick-up. This, again, no, I do question it. And I know by questioning these, I'm going to have egg on my face at the end of the because it's Brighton. They don't miss. But... I do have slight question marks because he wasn't all that impressive for Watford. Don't get me wrong, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't. He didn't score 30 goals in the championship or something like that, in which case I go, fair enough, yeah, go and pick him up. And I know the Watford team is tragic. I think he's but young. He should have done more. He's South American. He's a good he finisher. He does fit the bill That's in what all they those need. regards. When but... they get the ball, when they get the. Because they play brilliant football, they create so many chances. Yeah. When they get the ball to him and those chances, he will take them more often than Danny Welbeck will. Okay, I, yeah, that is valid. I think he's a good player. I, don't get me wrong, yeah. I think he's a really good player. I mean, yeah. well, Brighton are great at getting the best out of him. After saying this, will probably be my FPL team and I'll be loving yeah. him and it'll be the new Dom Solanke and Robbers again, Dom Solanke baby. It's going to be Xiaoi Pedro baby. Doesn't really work. Probably need to come up with a new one if we uh, if he does start banging. Please but... do. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take the criticism on board. But yeah, Pedro, a really, really talented player. Yeah. For me, he'll probably start most of the Premier League matches. Yeah. Ferguson will also start games, though. And if they do go deep in all four competitions, which they'll be hoping to do, I yeah. think Brighton will be looking to push for a, for a trophy this season. They will hope, they'll be hoping Jean Pedro can have a massive contribution. Definitely, definitely. But I do have some fears. I mean, but it's Brighton, they don't miss. I was just saying, they're already good for next season. They're, they're sorted. What can we add? Because Brighton have done it. Yeah, they've done. Why have we done their recruitment? They're ready to go. Sorted. They just. They do need a centre because they've only got two. They'll get one. They probably will. Well, they'll just find one. Yeah, they're done. Hang on, we forgot. We've got yeah. like the second coming of Franz Beckenbauer just sat in the cupboard under the stairs. But yeah, I think that's, that sort of summarises the squad rebuilding. Should we do our? I've never heard of Chelsea ready to play next season in June. <laughs> yeah, no. Mental. Chelsea's still got forty-three players employed. Yeah. Brighton, they've got none, but they're they're still gonna probably get Europe. But yeah, predictions for the new season. Then we tend to do two options. But I think that's it's the same squad. They're not really done on yeah, that. So I, 
Where I, do you see them? Is this I, a matter of staying where they are, consolidating Europe? Yeah. Do they push on? Could they even get Champions League? Do they re- regress either to Conference League or to below? That? I think they will stay exactly where they are. I, I think more. I think some teams yeah. will come through better, bigger, and better. But I think some teams could fall backwards as well. I think I don't see Brighton yeah. moving. The only thing for me that could hamper Brighton this season is if they lose to Zerbi. I think there's a very realistic chance they lose him in January. To who though? Chelsea. They love no, sacking no, managers. No, 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 no Poch, Poch will work. Poch is going to succeed. But yeah, I don't think will, there's, but there's what, definitely going to be jobs available. If they're top four in the league, on course with the Europa League, why would he leave? Money. Oh, love. That, oh, that's great. <laughs> Who is he loving? Today, everyone. Uh, well, there'll be options out there, and I do think it, it could be a problem if his head has turned. I do think he would wait till the summer though, because he does yeah. seem to have. He does seem to be a bit more respectful than Potter was. It was just Potter, first, oh off, my God, first, first off, and he ran away. Yeah, but ultimately that's worked out better for Brighton. They got twenty million quid yeah. and Robert Deservey, so I think they'll be very pleased. But I would say if Deservey's their whole season, then the top four is possible. For me, it'll be a sixth or seventh place. Yeah. Because I do think, without giving away my predictions for next season and the rest of these videos and stuff like that, I do think Chelsea will be back strong. I do think Liverpool will be in the title fight. I do think Arsenal will probably be decent. Newcastle shouldn't slip. Man City, obviously. Man United. At that point, it's looking difficult to finish in the top six. I think they could still finish ahead of Tottenham. Oh, of course. They could finish ahead of Newcastle. Of course, Spent, but yeah, I don't know. I think those two could be in a tight battle. I don't think Newcastle will get UCL again. We'll see. But they could. They're probably going to sign. Yeah, they are linked with a lot of decent players. But that's an episode for another day. As this bright episode, then other cop competitions, which is something we're not really predicting in the other ones. But I think that's good to add. We did have a look at Conference for Villa. We did Europa League. I think they can go distance. So, are you saying Brighton are going to win the Europa League? Not saying they're going to win it, I think they can get far in it, though. Okay. And if not, domestic cap, who knows? I'm not going to say. Okay, fair enough. Keeping it very mysterious. I will say Brighton to get knocked out in the quarters, but I think they'll get a tough draw. I think the Europa League's really difficult this season. But, you never know, maybe they'll be able to focus everything on the Europa League and go, go on and win it. But with, not Juventus, with the likes of... A Roma, I believe, Roma and Atalanta from the Serie A, both very Put difficult games. Down, no, they weren't seventh. It was Juve that were seventh. But I believe yeah. it is Roma and Atalanta from the Serie A. They've, of course, got Liverpool as well from the Prem, who I think could arguably... Yeah, Atalanta and Roma. Could be their biggest problem. Because they are a really good side, of course, Liverpool. I, I and you'd they imagine they'll win it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, and then what else is there? The Carabao Cup, FA Cup. Depends. FA Cup semi-final this year. Do you think I'll push on? Maybe go the full For me, distance? it depends how, how they're doing in the league and how far they're going in the Europa League. Yeah, okay. So if they go for the Europa League, do not prioritise the Carabao Cup. If you're out of the Europa League, go for the Carabao Cup. But equally, you could have won the Carabao Cup before even playing the Europa League quarters. So they'll probably be yeah. fine in that regard. It's FA not... Cup more so then, I don't know. Oh, that's actually an interesting debate. We spoke about on a recent podcast, which is bigger, the Conference League or the FA Cup. I think it's a lot closer for the FA Cup and Europa League. I mean, I know what my answer is, but what would you say? Would you rather win the FA Cup or the Europa League? They both give their qualities. 
but both like on the uh, both would be brilliant. I I can't decide. Okay, for me it's quite easy. FA Cup is just a far superior trophy. It's one of the most prestigious trophies. Of course, it's the oldest cup competition in the world. I yeah. think in football, might be wrong there. There may be some Guatemalan fourth division trophy that's been going on since eighteen seventy. But as far as I'm aware, it's the oldest cup competition. Obviously, that rich, rich history is yeah. therefore very important. But I also think it's more difficult to win the FA Cup. There's more rounds. You've got to play tougher opponents because you've got to beat everyone in England. You could get a nice run in the Europa League. I know you could get a nice run in the FA Cup, but it's more difficult to avoid all the big teams. Yeah. Whereas in the Europa League, you could just get niced with playing teams that are low, far below your level. Yeah. Or by having teams like Liverpool, like Roma, getting knocked out early to silly silly games. And then you can progress where it's unlikely we'll see all of England's top seven mm. be knocked out. So it's going to be difficult. For oh. I think for me, the FA Cup's more difficult. Mm-hmm. and just a more prestigious trophy but yeah that is all from us today it's been a decent little episode talking about Brighton not a lot for us to really do in this one we usually were listing off these transfer targets from clubs you've never heard of trying to impress you with some with some ball knowledge however today how do we help Brighton Brighton are too good they don't need our help Tony Bloom's switched on he knows what he's doing yeah. doesn't need us but that is all from us today. Hope you've enjoyed. If you have, make sure to leave a like and subscribe if you're new around here. It massively helps us out. If you're listening on Spotify, then hit that follow button, hit that notification bell to never miss an episode and show Spotify that you're loving the content we make. Of course, if you want to keep the conversation going, get involved in the comments down below. Tell us your thoughts. Will Brighton win the Europa League this season? And who should they add in terms mm-hmm. of positions? We know, of course, I've already signed Dehoud, Milner and Jao Pedro. Who else should they sign? That's all from us today. Thank you very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.